Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. tuned in to episode 129 of do rags and boat shoes uh nothing but love and respect for everybody that checked out episode 128 thank you so much and again i'm sorry for the delay just been busy 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 outside of the podcast with the other plantation and home life getting all caught up in things like that but i am here and i'm rocking with y'all and hopefully y'all are still rocking with me i appreciate everybody uh hitting me up in iMessage uh hitting me up at the durags and boat shoes email which is durags and boat shoes at gmail.com and uh people hitting me up on facebook messenger instagram dms you know asking where the episodes are at uh but we are here and uh it makes me feel a little warm inside when people hit me up like yo where the fuck is the uh is the podcast at where's the show at we need your opinion on this that and the third so thank you and i truly appreciate y'all for putting this battery back in my back and i'm mustering up the energy to keep on going and keep on trucking and keep thriving so let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen uh you see uh your man's uh alex jones of uh info wars he's been uh pretty much i don't know if you would call it a shadow ban or whatever you want to fucking call it He's been banned off of Apple Podcasts and uh, YouTube has taken him down. Uh, He hosts that conspiratorial site. I don't know if that's a word, conspiratorial, but the conspiracy show, InfoWars, where, you know, people are reptilian aliens, um, you know, all kind of crazy shit. Like he was just going off the deep end during the Obama years and it showed just how bigoted he was before the Obama years. You know, people was kind of rocking with them of all colors, like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying about this, that, and the third, you know, like 9-11 conspiracy theories and shit like that. But then once that that once that black man got in the White House, uh, Alex Jones showed his true colors. You know, Alex Jones always out here like the Trilateral Commission, uh, the Bilderberger groups, uh, Hillary Clinton's emails, you know, shit like that. Just talking real crazy. And now since Trump is in office, you know, he's kind of toned it down but he's still attacking the left and democrats and shit like that and y'all know me i'm an independent you know because because uh, democrat republican they're they're two wings on the same damn bird right and uh that bird does not serve uh people of color in particular black folks so he's been banned and i think the reason is people are trying to say it's like you know uh a violation of uh the constitution you know a violation of free speech but these are private corporations though this has nothing to do with like public service and shit like that um but anyways uh with this whole thing i believe it has to do with um the uh sandy hook parents uh filed a uh 
a lawsuit against um, Infowars and Alex Jones. And remember, uh, Alex Jones admitted to being just like a snake oil salesman. You know what I'm saying? Like his lawyer admitted that, you know, this is just entertainment. It's all shits and giggles. And then he did that bullshit ass interview with Megyn Kelly when they tried to bring him to the forefront to the mainstream media which was very dangerous because all he does is you know sell hope like dope you know selling lies and shit like that and so uh so there's a lawsuit against him because a lot of these parents uh of these deceased children you know because one of his theories was this was all a hoax uh to take away guns sounds familiar don't it uh, by the Obama administration and uh, all those parents were crisis actors and actresses and shit like that. So these people who try to go to and try to go and visit their children's, you know, grave sites and shit like that, you know, to pay some respects and just talk to their kids spirit. They're being harassed by fans of Infowars, like stalking them out in places and shit like that. And, you know, yelling at them in public places and even at the uh, at their uh, the burial sites which is disgusting it is just utterly disgusting and if you got that much time on your hands to be out here harassing folks who have lost their their kid or children you know in a shooting what does that say about you like what does it really say about you like go and look in the fucking mirror now, like your soul has to be just void null and void it just there's no soul there you just an evil human being to harass parents who have lost their kids that's just disgusting but i think that's why youtube took it down i think that's why apple kind of stepped back and you know took down his uh podcast or whatever because they don't want to be listed in that lawsuit that i think that's what it is they just want to show like yo we, we ain't we don't want no parts of this we don't want no smoke at fucking all so uh a lot of people are worried right now that their uh you know youtube channel or their uh podcast will be taken down by youtube and apple uh because of uh, a violation of you know free speech and shit like that but these they can do and you you sign up for an agreement like once you when you first uh input your rss feed to uh submit to apple you have to agree to the terms and conditions right so that's why on this podcast i just stick to facts and i get these jokes off but you have to it can't be like hate speech uh you can't just be telling blatant lies about specific people and things like that so you do sign a user agreement uh but and it's the same with youtube also once you create a channel and you start uploading videos you know you can't go against the community guidelines so i mean you have to actually read through those things all the way through those things instead of just clicking i accept i know it being small print but you can copy and paste and blow that shit up too in a word document and read through that take your time and read through it um so people are worried about that but like i said you do sign an agreement you know uh clicking i agree so ain't really shit you know you can you can do about it but i mean if you still want to get your message out to the people then you would just create an emailing list and then um you know somehow from your own servers you know host all the video and the 
in the um, audio on your own servers uh, or in the cloud somewhere and, you know, send out, you know, videos to, you know, in your email list. So it's as simple as that. It's just not as easy of a platform as, you know, Apple Podcasts or YouTube videos. But anyways, speaking of videos, did y'all see the video of uh, the the brother took at his job? He was a welder. I forgot the brother's name, but it was a whole bunch of uh, Mexicans there who was working on a the job. They were building. Um, what the hell was they building? I forgot what the article said, but they were putting together was it a bank or something they were no they were building a uh, ups hub in uh india indianapolis like a huge warehouse in indianapolis i believe that's where it was at indiana and um so basically the and he was the, the commentary was hilarious uh but he was basically saying you know all these mexicans are you know leaving the job because a few of them got fired on the spot or sent home and so the rest of them was like fuck that we all leaving and so i just read an article in atlanta black star saying that what stemmed from it was there was a safety coordinator who was always fucking with the mexican workers he was always like filming them trying to make fun of them and then in a meeting he wanted one of the uh, Mexican workers to come up and translate uh, what he was saying to the rest of the workers in a meeting. And the dude was just fed up and tired. He was like, no. And so safety coordinator, you know, cut the meeting short. He was heated. And uh, so he started going around sending some of those Mexican workers home. And it was like, fuck that. We all going home. And so the brother. So what people don't say about this story is the brother who filmed it. Um, once the video was posted and his employers found out about it, they didn't fire him right away. They was going to pay him 250 bucks to go ahead and take down the video, but it already had over a million views by the time that he went back and looked at it and it was already blown up by then. So an employer was like, fuck it, you fired. Right. And so, uh, in the video, the brother was talking about, this is what black folks need to do. Stand in solidarity, which I, I absolutely agree when a black person is being treated like shit on the job, all the black folks need to get on up out the paint. But the problem is it's only, uh, it's only, we look like goddamn dominoes at the job, right? It's only like a handful of us at the jobs. I know it's like that in my plantation It's it's like two of us. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they'd be quick to be like, oh, OK, let's just hire a couple other you know, people that don't look like the ones who just quit. You know what I'm saying? So it's too few of us at these jobs. You know what I'm saying? Or we don't we're not in a position on these jobs, like a higher position, even though it's so few of us to make a, a huge impact. You know what I'm saying? We're not like the president of a company or some shit like that or like uh, high up in management where shit would just fall apart as soon as we left or something to that extent it's just too few of us they don't hire us like that you know what i'm saying so i understood what the brother was saying and we should stand in solidarity but it'd be so few of us on these jobs especially in these big companies you know in these fortune 500 companies we just be spread out like little flakes of pepper you know on a fucking mountain of salt you know it's just like a few dots here you know it's it's like oh there's adrian down in the mail room and then it's like oh like what up and then you're like oh what up to kevin you know who works you know as a fucking you know uh doing software design or some shit like that and then the next black person is like janet in hr you know what i'm saying it's just we just be sprinkled out you'd be like one black person per department you know what i'm saying but 
the brother got fired um i don't know why i guess just for posting that video but uh those mexicans they were pretty much all the labor there they shut down the whole the whole uh the process that they were making the work day they shut shut that whole shit down and uh somebody started to go fund me for the brother and i guess he signed off on it too which is nice and it was at thirty-seven thousand dollars just to help him you know take care of his expenses and things like that and people are doing donating five dollars here twenty dollars here and it's up to about thirty six thousand dollars so they're almost at their goal uh i just hope that brother gets that money because it looks like some white cat uh you know he's the one who started it up now i ain't saying you know some shady shit gonna happen you know just because it's a white dude who did that but we've heard stories before of people scamming with gofundmes you know like when a, a black person gets killed or there's some riots going on and shit like that like it was huge and with ferguson what happened down there people was throwing up gofundmes left and right and you know pocketing that money saying it was going to this that and the third so you just always got to be skeptical of that but from my understanding the guy who created the gofundme page uh is linked up with the brother who did the video and they're about to hit their uh gofundme goal which is dope and i think the white cat is going to uh, who started the gofundme is going to try to start some up for those hispanic men uh those mexican cats who uh actually walked out on the job so I guess you could say that's a happy ending. And the brother was talking about he was happy to, you know, he don't care about the job uh, too much. But I'm like, you a welder, but I mean, you gonna find some work. But anyways, um, the thing is, he was saying that he didn't really care too much about losing his job because hopefully it inspires, you know, other people, you know, who are going through some things to just kind of stand up for themselves, so, which is dope. And I understand that. And that's amazing to have that kind of mentality to think about people as a whole, as opposed to thinking about yourself all the time. I know uh, us, specifically Americans, it don't matter what color you are, you just kind of worry about yourself especially in this hyper capitalistic society that we live in you just want to take care of you and yours that's it and you don't worry about your neighbors next door and shit like that and um you know it's it's, it's something that we, we're just kind of really losing our humanity here especially with this economy and how it's growing and things like that you know there's going to be a huge economic downturn that's just going to come up pretty soon I, you know because everybody's just thriving right now and you know how this economy is it goes up super high and then it goes super damn low you know something always happens either a war happens or you know some crooked bankers happen and shit like that so with the cheeto in chief in office right now i know uh the i know there is some backdoor deals is going to fuck over the average working americans and the uh, working poor and so everybody from the middle class on down is gonna fuck them over somehow some way so always you know stack your bread and keep your you know keep that keep you know putting money in that honey pot you know just in case some shit goes down you know just like that housing crisis we had in 0809 so uh let's move on let's see what's going on on this good old summer jam screen we still here still rocking um this was a story that broke back in june and is making its rounds again the intercept wrote, wrote a great article about this um but amazon is offering surveillance and facial recognition technologies to law enforcement and to ice and amazon employees object to it now the the uh, memo leaked back in june um on the hill 
about Amazon employees they posted I guess on an intranet site like their wiki their own wiki page or some shit like that protesting the sale of facial recognition to uh, technology to law enforcement and to ICE agents and the federal government so what you're seeing now is Jeff Bezos is just basically trying to turn this shit into Skynet I mean you got those uh, poor working conditions supposedly you know for the uh, employees is going on people got to hit these insane numbers going around the warehouse picking shit like that and then um you know you have the the whole this shit right here is just you know selling facial recognition technology and the technology isn't even perfect yet so i went down a rabbit hole about facial recognition technology and then they showed some senators or somebody up on capitol hill um you know they did the facial recognition shit and it cross referenced them with like other criminals and shit like that who has similar features so you definitely can be mistaken for somebody else so say you walking down the street and say like for my fellas you know beard season is coming up we're, we're in the fall right now um so i'm growing my shit out too but we about to creep up on september october you know starts getting chilly so you need that man scarf on your face so say you out here uh you know walking down the street and you got you got, you know you got the full beard uh popping off and shit like that and so the cops just scan your face you know use uh one of those cameras to scan your face while you walking down the street or walk even walking to your mailbox to get the mail and they said they cross-reference you with a motherfucker named Mohammed that was, you know, uh, uh, out here doing some dirtball shit or had a warrant out for his arrest. And then all of a sudden they stopping you and jamming you up until you can show your goddamn ID to prove that you're not this person. So the technology isn't perfect, but there's they're trying to roll it out as soon as possible, which is some fucked up shit. It's very fucked up and shout out to, you know, them Amazon employees who were just like, yo, this is wrong and speaking out about that. Now, I know these employees didn't quit because they're doing what they can to keep the lights on, but um, we'll see what happens because it just looks like Bezos is just trying to take over everything and have his hands in all sorts of pots, you know, uh, going on because this man is making... I think what is this? There's certain some crazy amount of money that this man makes per day. I think it's was like two hundred million dollars a week or some some shit, some crazy shit like that. That is that he's just climbing the billionaire charts. So he's just doing what he can. He's 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 like a real life Lex Luthor. You know what I'm saying? Like that Superman villain. Like if he wanted to do some evil shit. And I wouldn't deny, I wouldn't deny that he doesn't have his hands in some some shady shit, especially with this facial recognition. It's like, oh, you selling to law enforcement, but who else are you selling it to? You see what I'm saying? But um, you know, this is some wild shit right here. And speaking of shady shit, moving on, did y'all see? Uh, there's video that's surfacing. It's, it's going viral right now of the Chicago Police Department arresting some black teens because they the, there was a bait truck that they parked in the middle of the hood. Now, this is entrapment at its finest. I don't care what you do, what poor neighborhoods you do this in, somebody is going to get arrested for this. So basically, they parked a truck in the middle of the hood that had a whole bunch of sneakers in it, a whole bunch of Nikes in it, and as soon as, you know, these teens ran up on that truck and tried to take a pair of kicks up out of the unlocked vehicle full of kicks, uh, they arrested him right away. And so the brother filming was pissed off about it because it don't matter where you fucking 
park that vehicle in you know what what poor neighborhood it is you know people going go in there and be like oh shit you know this oh is it free you know because you're desperate when you're so poor so i hate that people are like oh you you make a choice to steal and all this other shit but it's just like you just waving a steak in front of a hungry dog Mama, not to call uh poor folks dogs and shit like that but it's just that's just how it goes you know what i'm saying it's just one of those things where you're basically enticing folks just to arrest them and get your numbers up which is some very low down dirt ball shit and people keep on saying that we're leaning towards a police state it's like uh, black folks and other people of color have been in a police state for decades centuries even even going back to those goddamn slave patrols we've always lived in a police state it's just we're catching this shit on camera now and seeing how foul it is and i think black folks are actually raising their standards now because we see how frequent this happens and how often since folks have cell phone videos and things of that sorts um it's tough seeing this shit all the fucking time it just it does takes its toll on you and you get fed up and so that's what we're experiencing right now black folks raising their standards and wanting to be treated with humanity because before this uh technological age that we're in this internet age that get, has us so connected i mean you just see some shit on tv once in a while and um you know the news gives you its own narrative but now with everybody having cell phones with camera phones and video phones and shit like that and access to high-speed internet right on their phones they can upload a video right away telling the truth and then you're just like god damn there is a, there really is a whole system against us from the top to the bottom you know from the from the fucking governor of the state you know all the way down to the lowliest uh public pretender you know what i'm saying who's jammed up and you know doing fucking 40 cases a day you know 40 fucking cases every single day you know got 200 case workload for a week you know just telling people oh just plead out just plead out just you know plead guilty and shit like that so there is a whole system and you see it so much you just get so fucking tired of seeing it that's what's happening out here right now and speaking of law enforcement and you know talking about the system did y'all see um there was a story that broke back in uh, november of last year about a white boy named cameron terrell now he was a he's a rich white boy who likes slumming with niggas running around with these crips he was running around some crips and uh you know he was in music videos you know with his blue bandana on throwing up the seas and shit always had on a blue hoodie and shit like that on his instagram and you know, like I said, in music videos and, you know, just slumming it, just doing some, just, just wanting to be a dusty ass nigga. That's what he wanted to do, be on some dusty nigga shit, you know, instead of living his little coddled life, rich life. And so um, he was the getaway driver for a drive-by shooting. So him and two other of these Crips, uh, they went to a spot, saw these three guys, um, three young men. Um, and they shot one in the back uh, the two black dudes did one of the black dudes did and so the uh, prosecutor tried to hit them all with attempted murder charges even for the for the two that didn't get shot you know murder charge for the one that died rest in peace his name was Holmes and then he had two people with him and they tried to hit them with uh, with attempted murder charges and so uh, the parents uh the parents of uh cameron terrell took him out of school 
because he was arrested, $5 million bail, his uh, folks posted the bail, you know, he only got to post 10% of that, like I say only, but that was 500 racks that they put down to get him out of jail, and uh, he was going back to school like Mama, shit was sweet, but the parents of his fellow classmates was like, no, nah, get him the fuck on up out of here, we don't want to see this motherfucker, you know, he's charged with murder and attempted murder, and then they did try to hit him with a gang injunction like a uh, conspiracy, so they did try to hit him with that, and then, um, so just recently, he was acquitted of all charges, so his parents took him out of school, and he had to, you know, do like a, a school study program outside of, outside of campus, you know, outside of the high school that he was attending, and so uh, he was just recently, so it came back into the news just, it was at the end of July or early August, so we're in early August, um, it came out that he was acquitted of all charges, his lawyer, a black dude, uh, you know, said that he had no recollection of you know, uh, planning to go do a drive-by, he was just, you know, riding around with his friends, and they told him to pull up on these folks, and that's what he did, and, you know, then they drove off, you know, he was, he was more so a witness, now the prosecution was trying to say that, you know, this young man was a part of a gang, and, <clears throat> excuse me, that he was part of a gang, and he knew exactly what was going down, and they looked at his social media, and they peaked that music video of him throwing up them gang signs and shit like that, but the black dude, his defense attorney, successfully argued that he was nothing more than a witness, and uh, the jury found him not guilty. He was not guilty of all charges, so murder, attempted murder, and those gang injunction, uh, the, those conspiracy charges. Uh, so he was found not guilty, and what was wild is those two black teenagers, I think they was a little bit younger than him, they're still facing, uh, they're still awaiting trial and shit like that, and I bet you, the white boy, Cameron Terrell, I, I bet you he ain't about to, his family ain't gonna offer no assistance, no help at all to them two teens, you know, he was just out here doing some, some, some slumming shit. And you know how that goes, especially if you're a little bit older and y'all done went to college on campus and you see them white folks just be out here wild and doing all kind of crazy shit, you know, trying to, like, some, some rich uh, kids who came from a two-parent household, they like to slum it with niggas and shit like that, or Mexicans, and, uh, you know, just be out here just smoking weed and drinking heavy and just wilding out, just doing some crazy shit, or it's a white girl, you know, who done grew up you know, sheltered and shit like that, and, you know, she, she trying to grab every black dick she can on campus, or every brown dick she can, and just doing wild shit, and then you got the white boy out here chasing every little black piece of ass out there, uh, so this, this is, this is no different from that case, uh, you know, he got off because he was white and he had money, now, if he was just white and poor, he probably would have got lesser jail time than those other guys. They, they probably would have dropped the murder charge and just hit him with attempted murder and them conspiracy charges if he didn't have, if he didn't pay the cost to be the boss. If his family didn't do that, but you know, when you white and you got money, you damn near untouchable in America. But if you white and you poor, you, you get a fair shake. And that's what I'll say. Um, but uh, let's see what else is going on on this good old summer jam screen feels like i've been talking forever we creeping up on 30 minutes right now all right um let's see here did y'all see them coon ass preachers that met up with uh the cheeto in chief uh earlier this week um that was a shit show you had a uh, pastor daryl uh gotta get that body count down scott 
out there talking about this is the most what is a pro-black president that we've had ever had and uh that man is doing what he can to keep his lights on that i mean that man is uh just a run-of-the-mill typical coon just it's amazing to me how far some people will go to get up under white supremacy to you know get a couple of dollars thrown their way or a couple of butter biscuits and a pat on the head or a rub on the belly and told they're a good boy and then you had uh what's that woman's name uh alvita uh queen uh i mean alvita king coon uh <laughs> dr king's uh, niece who'll be out here on that train hard and trying to use her uh you know her uh, uncle's uh legacy as a uh you know as something that republicans you know to get people to jump on that republican coon train then you had that brother uh pastor gray on there who he he was in the meeting and he said the initial prayer you know with uh, the cheeto in chief and they went there to talk about prison reform but you know uh got to get that body count down scott was talking to you know was you know kissing ass and you know sucking the fart out of uh, trump's asshole you know what i'm saying and grinning about it the whole meeting and i don't know if they got shit done to tell you the guy's honest truth and what was funny to me was seeing that pastor gray on there uh he was explaining uh shout out to uh, latrice for sending me that article uh of his wife you know trying to defend his actions of meeting with the president uh the cheeto in chief the orange julius caesar and uh you know she she's on her instagram explaining and uh then i watched some videos of him talking about he's not a republican not a democrat or independent he's a christian and you know it's not christian like to you know not sit down and talk to somebody you don't ne not necessarily agree with and i find that funny because i don't think he said two words in that meeting from all the clips that i saw only thing he said was initial prayer and then he went on cnn talked to don lemon about you know how he is a divisive president after uh you know he met with him but my thing is what did y'all get done what did y'all accomplish because you sat up in that meeting and you didn't say shit so you so silence is compliance that that's just that's rule number one you see what i'm saying it's just like uh i mean you look at dr king and how he caused such an uproar in the streets gaining media attention then he went and met with lyndon b johnson who was a, a very bigoted president um you know he was known to crack all kind of jokes you know about uh, different folks specifically black folks in the white house and you know he just kept that pressure on him to you know uh get that uh civil rights bill passed and that's what these people need to be doing you can't just be sitting down there for a goddamn photo op you know you actually gotta put some work in so there's no nothing wrong with meeting with the cheeto in chief just like when uh i was about to say Lil kim but when uh kim kardashian met with the cheeto in chief and they got that sister up out of prison you know that was a beautiful thing right there and you know the only reason he did is because he likes staring at a uh, you know young uh fake that fake booty on uh kim you know she came in there and he you know he was just thinking with the little head instead of the big one she could have you know she could have went in there with some papers uh an executive order for reparations for black folks and he would have just signed that right away not Mama, even fucking thinking you know but you know this situation with these black pastors this was nothing but 
you know, for the this administration to use it as a smokescreen to be like, oh, we're not white supremacists, you know, we're 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 just Americans, you know, uh, yada yada yada. Let me use you, uh, you, you Negro pastors as you know um, mascots, you know, and they do that all the time. And you know, honestly, we could eradicate, destroy the system of racism, white supremacy, if every non-white got on the same page and just said yo we're done with this shit but there's always a coon it could be a black coon it could be an asian coon it could be a hispanic coon uh you know afro latina coon just a dark a darker skinned coon a non-white coon is always gonna roll out come out with some goddamn patriot uh flag t-shirt on uh, a maga hat or some shit like that and talking about I support this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? It's just like um, this is what this bothered me a lot. A lot of these so-called social justice warriors on social media were posting about that Hispanic woman who uh, uh, that Mexican woman, or, or no, she's from South America, uh, and her husband did two tours for the uh, the army or the Marines, and he voted for Trump. But under Trump policies, they got her ass up out the paint. And it's just like, what the fuck did you think? You thought Coonan was going to save you. But these social justice warriors on social media were talking about how bad this was, that she was being deported and shit like that. It's like, do you not know that this woman and her husband were Trump supporters? This woman was over here illegally for 20 some odd years. And the Cheeto in chief, the orange Julius Caesar, told y'all that he was going to get you know undocumented people up out the paint specifically those south of us he was waging a full-on war but your brown ass the husband thought that since he served two tours of duty and that he was a brown coon he thought that he was going to walk into that ballot you know vote for the cheeto in chief and shit was going to be gravy but now look they done shipped your wife on down south somewhere she ain't been in 20 fucking years but she was up here for 20 years cooning y'all was on that republican side uh skinning and grinning and shucking and jiving thinking shit was sweet but they don't need you no more right uh they don't necessarily need coons anymore and that's that's just that's a that's the hard that's a hard pill to swallow a lot of these people are realizing that they don't need coons and i think that's why uh don lemon on the low is uh getting all pro-black and shit like that uh because it, it shows that this administration doesn't need coons at all it don't they don't. This is all about white nationalism, uh, you know, disguised as uh, patriotism. That's what it's all about. And it's not even these dog whistles anymore. These people are just coming out letting you know where the fuck they stand. And, you know, these coons don't know what to do. They trying to double down or they trying to switch sides. That's what it's looking like. But I'm, ta- I'm talking too fucking much. I am I'm talking too fucking much. Uh, but uh, so let me go ahead and end that right there and uh, give it to my man, Hove. Hove. What you gotta say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums, for that lovely intro of Selling Hope Like Dope. And Selling Hope Like Dope, we have to give it to the Cheeto in Chief, the Orange Julius Caesar, um, for his tweet uh, a couple days ago about LeBron James' interview with Don Lamone. So the uh, Cheeto in Chief tweeted out, 
LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lamone. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. Um, he tweeted that at 10.37 p.m. Uh, this man is fucking retarded. I can honestly say that he disrespects the highest office in the land repeatedly with these tweets. Um, he tries to say this is his way around fake news media, uh, but this is just a divisive tactic. And this is him feeling very uncomfortable about seeing uh, black men with money uh, doing what they can to improve their community, especially with LeBron James, you know, partnering with uh, the Akron Public Schools to open up that I Promise uh, school. So he's insulting the intelligence of uh, black men. Uh, he said that uh, I think he said something about Maxine Waters being dumb. He always attacks the intelligence of black folks. That is his go to. Um, you know, I say it's selling hope like dope because, uh, you know, his his uh, supporters eat this up. They they just love it. They eat it up. You know, they dicks get hard of it. Pussies get wet, assholes start leaking when he starts uh, talking crazy about uh, people of color, more specifically black folks um, in his uh, tweets. And you know what's funny is uh, there's a photo that's going around at a, a rally uh, and it's these two old geezers, these two old white men wearing shirts at a Trump rally that says, I'd rather be Russian than Democrat. And that tells you everything that you need to know as far as this administration goes. This is not about Republican nor Democrat. This is about racism, white supremacy and falling in line and keeping this old guard up. This is what it's all about. These people are not patriots patriots they don't give a fuck about the flag they don't give a fuck about our troops nothing they they out here wearing fucking shirts that say i'd rather be russian well if you'd rather be russian take your goofy ass on over to moscow go on over there do your thing god bless and this is why i say in every fucking podcast all most of my podcasts I, I always give you guys examples of racism disguised as patriotism because it's never about patriotism. It's never about this love of the land and all this other shit, yada, 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 respecting the flag is in the troops because these people run around disrespecting the flag left and right. And I'm going to tell uh, black folks something, and you know, other people of color who are listening to this podcast um stop explaining yourself to white folks stop putting them in an authoritative position when they ask you about some bullshit like when black folks are out here swimming and shit in these uh community pools in their apartment complexes and in their neighborhoods stop explaining yourself and where you live and trying to show them id they don't have any authority over you stop explaining yourself and that goes to uh my hispanic folks out there too you know stop feel stop being in that inferiority position and feeling like you have to explain yourself in your actions they are not the cops they are not the judge they're not a prosecutor these are just regular ass white folks out here so stop bowing down and explaining yourself to them you don't need to do that at all you don't even need to explain yourself to a cop either 
you know, unless you black because you get the shit beat out of you even, either way. But you have your Miranda rights, what they tell you, you have the right to remain silent if you're under arrest. But you don't have to say shit to a cop. You don't have to say shit to a cop if you're not breaking the law. You ain't got to say it. Even if you are breaking the law, you ain't got to say shit to him either. I just want my lawyer, you know. But uh, what I'm getting at is we need to stop, you know, explaining ourselves and stop acting inferior. Uh, you know, when a white person say, what are you doing here? Don't worry about that. You know, uh, it's, it's don't even entertain the fucking idea of explaining yourself. You don't you don't owe these motherfuckers two words. You know, so I've given y'all numerous examples of racism disguised as patriotism. And this just just seeing that photo go around. It is one of those things that it just it disgusts me. It really does. You know, um, to be out here supporting a man who's in bed with a foreign hostile power. uh, You know, it's just disgusting. But, you know, this is like um, I forgot who said it, but somebody was talking about how, you know, how the majority is losing its grasp on numbers in the United States. And in 20 years or so, 20 plus years, they are going to be a minority here in the States. It's just it's just a fact they can't. There is no sort of baby boom that could help them. You know, they're dying off too quick in this opioid epidemic. I saw an article today that was talking about a, um, we're seeing a, a revamp in AIDS cases because of all these folks shooting heroin and fentanyl. And, you know, majority of these folks are white folks who are suffering from this opioid crisis. Um, so we're seeing a resurgence of that, but that's just killing off white folks left and right, uh, ODing off, off of fentanyl, uh, heroin, car fentanyl, you know, that, that fucking elephant tranquilizer, literally that's what it is. So, you know, a lot of these bigoted suspected white supremacists, or just flat out white supremacists are just clawing at anything to, you know, try to keep their numbers high. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, globally, you're a minority, but you're suffering at the hands of a system that you created. You know, white folks created the race system, the system of race. Instead of just seeing everybody as one human race, it's just like, oh, well, we're at the top of the food chain, and the and it just goes white, yellow, red, black, and uh, white, yellow, red, brown, and black. You know, they created this social hierarchy, and now it's just biting them in the ass. You know, instead of seeing everybody as one. Uh, there's this tribalism thing going on they created this uh system of uh, you know to actually keep their numbers up but it turns on itself uh next week they're having a fucking second annual unite the right rally i mean at the last one you know they were they they killed one of their they killed a, a fellow race member you know with heather Heyer, even though she was a, a freedom fighter you know fighting for justice you know protesting these guys you know some sickle you know drove his car into a crowd and killed this woman but they don't give a fuck about that you know it's just you know it's like a, a rabid animal just turning on itself and turning on its young you know that's that's what racism white supremacy looks like and that's what it is you know and i'm going to tell non-racist white folks um who, who want to pursue justice to be safe next week because if you go out there protesting and shit like antifa and all these these other uh you know groups that's against fascism and against racism white supremacy 
you're going to have to be careful. You really are. You really are. And you really should operate, you know, as a covert uh, operative that can sabotage a movement from inside instead of out here hooting and hollering and yelling and yelling at black folks. You should actually, you know, penetrate a, a racist, bigoted group and destroy it from the inside, sabotage it from the inside covertly. Um, but that's just my two cents on that. Uh, but this picture, it just amazes me and it just proves my point that, you know, uh, like with the whole flag protest situation, it's just uh, one of those things where they just hate seeing black folks raise their standards and hold the system accountable for how it mistreats us. That's what it boils down to. And that's what you saw from the Cheeto in chief with his tweets with his tweet he was just he was pissed the fuck off at all the attention that a black man was getting for opening up a school and then for calling him out on his bigotry that's what he was that's what he was so hurt by that man was sitting up there with his well done steak sitting on his belly with ketchup and a coke just hurt eating emotionally and was like let me fire off this tweet you know that's why he always holding all these fucking rallies to boost his ego the man's disgusting if you're still supporting them now you're just a fucking bigot that's that's what it boils down to that's what it just boils down to but i feel like i'm going off on a rant here and uh, talking my shit but i'm just speaking truth to power as always but you know the what's new with this man selling hope like dude like dope nothing dude <laughs> selling hope like dope this is nothing new with him you know, and people keep on falling for the same old bullshit okie doke with this man. Jesus. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so moving on to holding this L, we have to give it to Madden uh, and EA Sports. So last year, there, were, there really wasn't a buzz about it, but there was, I forgot what song it was on last year's Madden or 2018's Madden they uh bleeped out uh Colin Kaepernick's name in the song lyric <sighs> excuse me and they did the same thing this year with a uh, uh, YG song featuring Big Sean and so uh YG and uh, Big Sean called out EA about it and uh EA delivered a very backhanded uh um explanation on why they did it but it does nothing more than help uh colin kaepernick's uh case uh with the uh nfl you know colluding against him uh you know to keep him up out, out the league so this is going to do nothing but help him and they even stated in the uh, apology statement that you know that they thought that since he was out of the league that they would just keep his name out of it because they don't own the rights to his character or some shit like that some bullshit like Mama, that since he wasn't a signed player um and shout out to everybody out there who chose to uh donate that 60 dollars uh for the madden video game to you know the know your rights camp and to different organizations that's fighting uh injustice and fighting for justice so i see y'all out there so shout out to y'all and i don't know why black folks still out here playing madden anyway i thought we were done supporting the nfl until kaepernick got signed and you see how they have how the nfl has been acting and how these owners been acting 
um, you know, since uh, players started to uh, protest um, and bring light to the injustice that black folks face in America and against police brutality and so on and so forth. There never was a protest of the flag or the troops. It never was that. And I'm just seeing Negroes all over, you know, celebrating and playing mad and can't wait till the football season starts and i'm just asking what do you stand for like really what what is it going to take for you to boycott something if some fuck shit happened with the nba i love the nba uh you know i'd be done with it be done with it right away be done with it no time and uh you know these NFL players need to look at them uh, Mexicans that I was talking about, talking about back on the Summer Jam screen and unite and you know just sit out for one game. That's all y'all need to do. The black players need to do just sit out one game. That's all you need to do. Show some unity. Sit out one game and see how much power that you really have because you make the game go. I don't care about the owners. I don't care about people buying the tickets and watching it. They watch it because of you. And the skills that you guys bring. And the majority of the league is black. So what the fuck are y'all doing by being so goddamn scared and not being on the same page? It's, it's amazing to me to see how black folks love being mistreated and putting up with bullshit. I feel like that's the theme of the show. Um just love lowering their standards and putting up with some bullshit if it's from somebody that doesn't look like them now if it's somebody look like them a nigga fight you to the death and that's just facts you know we ain't got no problem confronting our own it's just when somebody don't look like us we get shook and i don't know why that is raise your standards but uh ea sports madden um yeah y'all just gotta hold this l like i don't know what the fuck y'all thinking but they got away with it last year so they thought they'd do it again this year um but you know fuck your apology fuck your you know your your patch that you're gonna software patches you're gonna send out to fix this so it'll be uh the the kaepernick's name will be blurred blurred out i mean people i don't know people gotta wake up and stop supporting bullshit um just amazing it's amazing to me of what we will put up with you know at the mistreatment of those that don't look like us but ea sports uh madden nfl uh to 2019 y'all gotta hold this hell you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes we have to give it to the brother uh wide receiver randy moss he was inducted into the nfl hall of fame a few nights ago and uh he used his platform to bring uh to light um and to raise awareness and to remind folks about the lives lost at the hands of this unjust system so he wore a tie that had the names of people uh like sandra bland michael brown trayvon martin eric garner uh, akai Gurley. And so many other folks who lost their lives at the hands of, you know, police violence and, uh, you know, unjust killings. Um, so just shout out to that brother for actually taking a stand and to do it at a big event like the NFL, you know, Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony. Uh, and it was kind of ironic him doing it because he also got inducted with uh, Ray, uh, you know, Coon Lewis, who's always, 
you know, uh, he was on some coon shit, you know, after Freddie Gray, you know, may he rest in peace, got murdered and, you know, kids were taken to the streets and people were just fed the fuck up and he had some choice words for the citizens of Baltimore and he was tiptoeing on that coon train and shit like that. Um, but, you know, uh, Ray Lewis is in a position where he really can't uh, speak his mind because people bring up that, uh, you know, that murder charge, that murder rap that he beat. Um, so he has to be out here skinning and grinning, trying to be on the good side of the dominant society. But again, I would like to say shout out to Randy Moss for having the guts to actually, uh, you know, speak truth to power and let people know what was going on and, um, you know, doing it on such a large platform and making people who were watching it, who want to get away from this type of shit, making them uncomfortable and letting them know that, um, you know, people of color, more specifically black folks, have to deal with this type of shit every single day of our lives, as long as this unjust system continues. So not all heroes wear not all heroes wear capes. Some of them are named Randy Moss. So salute to number eighty-four. All right, so let's move on to health over wealth. You know what I say? Without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. So we're going to continue in the tradition of African proverbs, and this uh, African proverb goes like this: If you are filled with pride, then you will have no room for wisdom i read that again if you are filled with pride then you will have no room for wisdom so this quote is all about growth it's about uh you know having two ears and one mouth for a reason so shut up listen take in that wisdom that people are spewing towards you apply it to your life and grow wise yourself and then be able to spew that wisdom on someone younger than you or even somebody older than you that's struggling. Uh, I think a lot of times uh, we get kind of wrapped up in our own worlds going about our day and we claim that we have haters. But a lot of these folks are just out here trying to help you grow and do better. Uh, that's what it boils down to. You know, a lot of times there's some wisdom being dropped, but you too prideful to uh, listen to it because you think you got it all mapped out. Um, you know, one of the things that I learned early on is just to shut up and listen, shut up, listen and apply. And that's that's all it goes that, you know, and a lot of older folks do like to just talk, talk, talk. But you can always pick out jewels here and there um, that apply to your life. So that's pretty much all I got to say. Shut up, listen and apply. That's that's all it is to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. All right, so that's been episode 129 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. And please stay tuned for another lesson from the G Code. And as always, I love y'all. One. Welcome to the G Code. All right, thank you so much to myself and Tyrone Biggums. Welcome to lesson three of the G Code, the Gangsters Code, the Gentleman's Code, whatever you want to call it, Guy Code. Um, so this lesson is pretty, uh, it tacks on to the last lesson from lesson number two about, you know, chasing women and losing money. 
and uh, you know a lot of tactics that uh, guys use is this lesson right here if you have to shit on another man to look good you ain't a man I'll say that again if you have to shit on another man to look good you ain't a man okay a lot of times fellas get to you know uh you know they trying to uh get on with a woman or something like that they start talking about the shit that you know her man ain't doing and things that he could do and you don't even know if she got a man or not you know you just automatically going into the man passion shit right there a lot of times you know you get to gossiping and uh you know kicking some dirty game uh doing some dirty macking you know uh you know spying on the other nigga and uh seeing what he's doing the moves he's making and then you try to one-up him just to impress his lady and shit like that it's just some sucker shit you know a lot of times uh women will look at you you know like one of their girlfriends if you get to gossiping and talking about shit that you know that uh their man done did or their ex done did and how you can do it better and shit like that you should just let your actions speak for themselves and uh you know if you're the cream of the crop you're gonna rise to the top and that's just what it boils down to you can't be out here pillow talking and shitting on other men and uh you know telling her how she deserves better and shit like that i think that's why i have a problem with uh brother drake and his songs uh, a lot of times it's just very sappy and it, he seems like the type you know that'll shit on another man to get in good with a woman and you know just kind of throw a fellow man up under the bus um, you know, in situations like that, you know, ladies, like I said, they look at you, you know, if you a sucker or simp doing moves like that, they look at you like one of their girlfriends, you're automatically put into that friend zone. So that ain't going to get you that place. So you always let your actions speak for you. And how do you let your actions speak for you? By not paying attention to these women and paying attention to this money and getting to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Um, you know, just stop gossiping. Uh, it's easy to slide in some DMs and shit on somebody, you know, soon as, uh, you know, some shorty done deleted her man up off her Instagram and shit like that and changed her bio or she done got a new haircut or some shit like that. Or she posting some relationship memes and shit like that. You slide in the DMs and start shitting on her ex-boyfriend to make yourself look good. Just make yourself look good. You ain't got to shit on nobody else to look good. Simple as that simple easy stop pillow talking stop running your mouth you know niggas like that you really can't trust them because they just love spilling the beans so if you get jammed up with a nigga like that or if you know a nigga like that and you get jammed up he gonna sing like a bird i'm just telling you that right now that's that's to my to my fellas out there if you got a, a partner on the team that's uh you know that, that dirty max like that uh just know that that nigga's taking mental notes on you if shit happens, he gonna sing like a bird. If y'all out here getting that hand-to-hand -hand money, I'm just putting that out there. Um, but that's pretty much it. Remember the lesson. If you have to shit on another man to look good, you ain't a man. And stop trying to clown, you know, brothers in front of women to make yourself look good. You know, just just let your energy and your actions speak for itself. You ain't got to put down another man to look good. That just makes you look bad and makes you look like a whole ass nigga. And uh, just stop doing it. Really, just stop doing it. That ain't the wave no more. You know, we off that. I mean, you just in the, in the eyes of a woman, you look like a, a small child trying to gain some attention. 
And that's, that's just basically what it looks like. So stop looking like a child. Boss up. Man up. Handle your business. Let your energy and your actions speak for themselves. All right? So that's been lesson three of the G-Code. All right? The gangster's code. The gentleman's code. The guy code. Whatever you want to call it. That's been your lesson. And I'll see y'all and holla at y'all next week. One. <laughs>